Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so that you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main web address. And ClarkDeals.com, that's where you go to get the savings, the bargains. So there's new news about Equifax today. The CEO is retiring. And I've been asked at least 10 times, what kind of exit package do I think he'll get? And he made $15 million last year. So you got to figure his exit package, his retirement package, will be somewhere in the many tens of millions of dollars. But that's typical in corporate America. The question is, with new leadership coming into Equifax, now there's an acting CEO, are they going to turn over a new leaf? Equifax not only botched their security, which led to the breach, and if you're not aware, Equifax had been warned about a vulnerability in their software and did not fix it. They even had the fix, and they didn't do it. And then criminals poked around inside their system for months before they struck and stole the information on 143 million Americans' birth dates, names, social security numbers, and for many people, driver's license numbers, others' credit card number and numbers. The worst data breach in the history of the modern era. And so it means you can't even think about whether or not their database says you were breached because people have been going on their system to check and getting different answers each time they go on. You just got to take the precautions to protect yourself. And it's pretty easy. If you follow the steps I've laid out, I know there's a lot of confusion out there. And there's a lot of people taking advantage in many different ways. Organizations trying to sell you expensive subscriptions to supposedly monitor what's happening with your identity. Yet others with uh, phishing emails, phony emails, where they pretend they're from Equifax, TransUnion, Experian, and then fake websites as well. So who do you trust and where do you go and what do you do? I have a pretty simple process for you to go through. But I want to say something to the future CEO of Equifax. Change your company's stripes. And everything that's happened since the breach became known. Now Equifax knew for a good while, but kept it secret until there was an opportunity for the U.S. House to vote on an immunity bill that would exempt them from any meaningful liability for errors caused by Equifax. And they waited till during a hurricane when the news was focused elsewhere to release the information. This is a cynical attempt by a company that is contemptuous of you and me, the American people. And a new CEO needs to focus on a reset. Remembering that we matter. We are not just data points. And to give a real apology 
and mean it. And one of the things you got to do, you got to do, you can wait for it to happen through the courts. You can wait for it to happen through the Congress. You can try to use all your dirty money to stop legislative moves in the Congress. But what you got to do is you got to make sure that we don't have to keep spending our own money to cover up your negligence. Because, you know, if you follow the steps I've outlined for you, you're going to have to pay some money in order to try to protect your identity because it's now exposed for the rest of your life. Equifax, through its carelessness, gave criminals for decades keys to the kingdom to impersonate you in many different ways. And you can't prevent everything a criminal might do with your identity, but there are steps I want you to take, and I've got a simple step one, step two, and on like that strategy at Clark.com. But Equifax, I'm not turning away. I'm not losing my focus, and I'm going to be watching you like a hawk because I'm tired of your contempt for your fellow American. I'm tired of you treating us like chumps whose information is to be built and packaged into dossiers without our permission and sold again and again and again. And the only difference between Equifax and TransUnion and Experian is Equifax had this massive data breach. We stand at risk with both TransUnion and Experian being fat targets as well. And the politicians have set up a stacked deck against you and me, not giving us any ability to control what information is packaged about you and me, built into these deep data files, and then sold off without our knowledge or permission again and again and again. And that's wrong. That is wrong. You know, in a world that a lot of times it's hard to tell the difference between right and wrong. Equifax, you're wrong. You are on the wrong side of morality and ethics. And all that happened was because of your carelessness. That lack of morality and ethics burned not you, but burned a minimum of 143 million American adults. And we're the ones left to clean it up, and that is not right. So when your board sits down, board of insiders, it's time for you to look outside and find someone who actually cares about the American people and will do what needs to be done to set this right. And to the members of the U.S. House, who've been working overtime to try to provide immunity to the credit bureaus, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. I'll tell you something else. There's a disinformation campaign underway right now that would make the Russians proud. Trying to make it sound like I'm being unfair to the members of the U.S. House that have been doing Equifax's bidding. 
Well, let me tell you, when you stop taking money from Equifax and you stop taking money from TransUnion, you stop taking money from any organization, I mean, any of the three credit bureaus, but not just them, when you are on the committee with oversight on the banks, oversight on the credit bureaus, and you're lining your pockets with money from people like that, let's see who has credibility. It's time for you to be unbought and unbossed. And remember that oath of office you took going into the Congress of the United States. You probably long forgot what you pledged to do. And if you need me to do, I'll do a civics lesson for you and read the oath you took where you were elected to serve the people of the United States. If you need me to read it to you, I will. But you've obviously forgotten. You know, if I mess up, I fess up. It's really important that people, when they make mistakes, say they made mistakes. It's your turn, Congressman. Carol's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Carol. Hi, Clark. How are you today? Great. Thank you, Carol. And you have frozen your credit, and now that's caused a complication. Well, yes. I I had a two-part question. I wondered if we don't do anything because it has been frozen already, are we still in danger because of the breach? Probably not. Okay. And then the other thing is, is after the Hurricane Irma had gone through, we have some a possibility of needing to do some major roof repair work, in which case we may need to unfreeze our credit. And is that going to cause a problem? So you can't eliminate every problem or every possibility in the world. And so if you need to thaw your credit temporarily for a credit application, it'll be taken to recover from hurricane damage. It's only thawed for the period of time you need to execute those loans. So a criminal would have to be sitting there waiting and say, you know what, I really want to mess up Carol's life. So I'm going to wait and sit, and the second she thaws her credit, I'm going after her. But the reality is, Carol, don't worry about that possibility, because for the criminals, most people are never going to get around to doing what you did, doing the credit freeze. I mean, a small number of the 143 million will do that. So you're not really a focus of the efforts of the criminal. You'd have to have really bad luck during the few weeks you would have your credit thawed for a criminal to happen upon you and seize your identity. Okay. Um, Am I going to be able to unfreeze it with Equifax? Because so far it seems like every way to contact them is, down well this is a problem that equifax doesn't have the resources and humans or in technology to deal with the after effects of this breach and what you can hope is that if you thaw your credit with transunion and experian that the lender you would be approaching uses one of them to pull your credit because you know if you know which bureau a lender pulls from 
You only have to thaw that one anyway. Oh, okay, good. Well, then we can ask about that. Sometimes they'll know, sometimes they won't know. <laughs> okay. All right, well, thank you very much, Clark. Sure, and good job because you had frozen your credit pre the Equifax scandal. Yes, we did, about four years ago. Very smart. And Steve is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Steve, you got a question for me about Social Security. Is that right? Yes, Clark. Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Um, My wife and I are both in our 50s and starting to think about retirement, uh, but she is four years older than me. My question is... But she looks so much younger. She does. She really does. Um, Is she able to draw Social Security when she hits 62, or do we have to wait until I hit 62? She can um, start Social Security at 62, but the question is, should either of you take Social Security at that age? Because Social Security has such a large, embedded, lifelong increase in benefits for every year you delay taking Social Security. And the rules may change in the years in between where you are in your 50s and when she gets to 62 or you get to 62 or 65 or whatever the number. But there are software packages that when you get much closer, you should call me and ask me what would be the best one to use to figure out for your individual situation as, as a couple and each of you individually, when is the best time to take Social Security and, and what formula should you take it? Okay. So uh, taking it at 62 is a very common thing, but for many people who take it 62, it's actually a mistake. Okay. If, if we wanted to start drawing it at 62, but we wanted to work part-time, is that allowed? You can. There's a, there's a cap that will certainly have been modified by the time you come along to be 62, but there's a cap on how much you can earn each year without having it wear away Social Security benefit. Okay. So, um, again, when someone is 61, that's usually when, Steve, I want you to run one of the calculators and see what the optimal moment is to take it. Okay. And especially if either or both of you are going to keep working part-time or even more than part-time, it is normally heavily to your advantage to not take Social Security while you're still doing that. Normally at this time, you'd be hearing today's Clark Rageous moment, but instead... It's sizzling deal time because there are a lot of special deals today. First, if you're into college sports, Woot, W-O-O-T dot com, has a sale on college hoodies for $12.99. These are normally, typically things you pay $40 to $50 for. The selection is going quickly, so if the school you don't love is available and the school you love is gone, I guess you go ahead and get one from the school that's available. (laughs) It'll keep you warm. (laughs) But I already bought three. And then there's a sale today from Sierra Trading Post. And they have some deep, deep discount clearance items. And if you've never checked out Sierra Trading Post, I've got a link to it directly on ClarkDeals.com. And 
By the way, one other thing. Redbox has free movies today with a special code. And the free movie thing has been happening with different vendors. There was a free movie deal a couple of weeks ago from Voodoo. And in the movie business, everybody's trying to get attention so look for these deals where you get a movie for a dime or you get a movie for free or you rent one and get another one for free. And we'll have them for you when those things happen at ClarkDeals.com. So the hoodie thing, I'm telling you, you're into college football, get on Woot.com right now. It's great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you fattening that wallet of yours. I want to give you ideas so you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website, and Clark.com slash ask is where you go to post a question for me. You know, you also can get off-air advice. We do that nine hours a weekday. It's free on the main screen of Clark.com. Scroll down a little bit, left-hand side, you'll see the phone number, and hours off-air advice is available to you. It's been a service of our show for... 24 plus years, closing in on 25 years. So Amazon wants to disrupt everything. Starting today, actually, not today, later this week, it's already in the system, but you got to wait till Thursday night football, which is the first one this is going to apply to Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. You'll be able to, as an Amazon Prime member, stream the game on whatever device, wherever you are, for free. And who would have ever pictured, well, first, I know for football purists that there'd be Thursday night football, but second, that you'd be able to watch a game on the go where you are, and I never would have imagined that would appeal to me, but as I travel, I watch more and more football on my phone. And uh, recently, I was on a flight with Wi-Fi, and I was watching football on my laptop, right, as I'm flying through the air at 34,000 feet. And, I mean, that's, for a football nut like me, that's really great. So football we think of as an in-person experience or on your own sofa or a sports bar looking at a TV, but now the football is wherever you are, and Amazon obviously trying to come up with additional benefits for Prime members that will make them stand out. Now, the same day they announced the new thing with the Echo, i got to make sure I don't say the words that would make your device suddenly start doing things, which I've done repeatedly. I'm going to try to be smart this time about it. But now your Amazon Prime Music can follow you wherever you are. And if you have the Amazon Premium Music, which Joel has, it can follow you as well where you just talk to your device, you talk to the Uh, Gosh, i got to be careful how I say this. The Alexa app embedded in your phone is an app you download. I haven't made it do anything yet, have I? 
And so with that, you're able to say, blank, blank, play whatever your favorite artist is. Play Beyonce or whatever. And it just will do it. But if you want to play something really great, you should play Drives, uh, She Drives Me Crazy by Fine Young Cannibals. Adam is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Adam. How are you? Good, Clark. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. So do you know the joke when I said that about Fine Young Cannibals, or is that something that went right over your head? <laughs> no, I understood what you were talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so when we adopted that as our theme music back in 1991, I had never heard of the Fine Young Cannibals, and I didn't know the song, and they were playing different cuts for me of what we wanted to be our music with the show, and so that's the one we picked, and that's why we've had it ever since, and we're just not legally allowed to use it on our podcast. We can only use it on our radio broadcasts. <laughs> Interesting. So, Adam, what's going on with your mom? Well, you know, she's supposed to retire. She's looking to retire um, within the next year to year and a half. And um, <clears throat> she's saved, um, in the past year, she's saved up uh, about $13,000. And she's continuing to save up some money before before she retires. But I guess the question is, is she w- wanted to put her money into something other than just a savings account. Uh, because, you know, you don't really earn that much interest off that. And um, one, and I wanted to give her the advice of, well, maybe she should put it into a Roth, but with her being so close to retirement, I just wasn't sure where she should put her money. So and the question is, how soon is she going to use any of this 13000 Well, um, you know, that, that within the next five years is what she was saying she wanted to use the money, so... So not right away, but she didn't want to. She didn't want to make it so she didn't have the ability to to get to it if she needed. So she needed it to be liquid, right? Right. So it kind of. Uh, I've got something that kind of fits what you're talking about with the Roth that would also keep the risk level within a tolerable point, and that okay. is she could put sixty five hundred because she's past age fifty. Mm-hmm. She could put sixty five hundred into a Roth, and then in January put another sixty five hundred into the same Roth, and she'd take the thirteen thousand out of being taxable and into a tax free account. And then in the Roth, it would be a perfect scenario if she's looking at CDs and saying or savings accounts and they don't earn anything but she wants the portfolio to be really conservative, to put it right. in a target retirement fund 2015, years that have already passed, which means it's money that's for people who are already in retirement, and it's okay. managed ultra-conservatively. Wonderful. Now, can she take a portion of that, since my, my dad works also, um, I mean, he's retired, but he still has an income, so... Could they uh, initially take uh, 6500 a piece and do that? Yes, they sure could. Wonderful. And that would be a way they could get it right into a fund immediately. And so 
that would be potentially a, a great strategy to get it into a tax-free account. What happens is the money grows tax-free and it's spent tax-free once it's in the Roth. The money spent within five years that's conservatively invested is not going to earn a huge amount of money in that time period. And there is always the potential that if the stock market had a big decline, there would be a small decline in a five-year period in it. But the odds would still favor that that would be a more generous place to put the money than just sticking it in a parking space in a savings account. Right, right. Wonderful. Great. All right. Well, best of them. And is this all the cash they have to live on in retirement? No. Um, my my mom also has a um, – she's a pension from a school that she works at, and then, of course, uh, Social Security. Oh, great. Okay. All right. So this is not the money that she's got to make it through. Great she has that pension, which is something – Almost nobody has any more, Adam. Lolita's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Lolita. Hello, Clark. How are you? Great. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Great. Great. Lolita, tell me how I can serve you. Well, I was just wondering, Clark, because you are so smart, um, and I figured you'd be the best person to ask this question. I just want to know the best resource, um, you know, to, to go, the best route I should take if I'm looking to pursue a career in travel writing. Um, I kind of researched a few of them, but they require you to, um, you know, of course, pay a fee up front, and then they want you to recruit. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? You said what? Recruit that word, you know, the good old MLM. There, there are not MLMs for being a travel writer. Please tell me you're teasing. <laughs> I'm, well, no, I'm not. I'm like, I've I, never I, heard that ever. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> what is the fee that you have to pay? You know, I didn't even get that far. It said um, if you're ready to book, you know, click here. And I just, you know, gave, I didn't even go any further. I am so glad that that's how you <laughs> responded to that. Any any MLM that says you got to talk to somebody before they tell you what it's going to cost, that's a red flag. But the idea of a multi-level marketing organization for travel writers, seriously, because this is, this is really in right now is, um, and it's been a problem for the hotel business is mm-hmm. that there are a zillion people running around with travel blogs and they don't know who they should take seriously, who they shouldn't, who has real followings, who has people that really respond to what they write. So it's an area that is going through transition. But if you want to know the skills of being a travel writer, what if you spent $12? $12 sounds Okay, well, have you ever heard of Udemy? Don't think I have. Udemy is like an online course instruction organization that has courses in all different categories. I mean, I don't know if it's hundreds or thousands of courses. And their travel writing course is $12. Okay. And I think you'd be 
fine with that. And know that if you do decide to become a travel writer is something you enjoy and hope to be able to get discount travel doing, pick a specialization and look for a, a part of travel that maybe has a decent amount of interest, but not an area that everybody's writing about. You know, nobody needs yet another travel writer writing about London, Paris, Amsterdam, and Rome. Right. Okay. So it needs to be something that's more obscure or a slice of how people travel that would be more unique is how you make your mark. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Well, best to you. And you know, I learn something every day doing this show, and you taught me something. I I can't imagine that people are creative enough, imaginative enough, to invent a multi-level marketing organization of travel writers. Wow. Mary is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Mary. Hi, Clark. How's it going, Mary? It's going great. Enjoying the weather. So you have a new wrinkle you want to run by me for long-term care insurance. I do. Let's hear. Um, I was looking around for long-term care insurance, and I had a person who sells insurance recommend a uh, that we buy instead a life insurance policy with a long-term care attachment to it or rider i'm not sure exactly i'm waiting to get the cost of it from him he said because long-term care insurance has become so expensive and not really of a good value anymore so i was wondering what you thought about that okay so this is something that i'm neither pro or con on but i'll tell you how it works so you have roughly a little bit more than a two and three chance that sometime in your lifetime you'll need assisted living or care with life's essential daily activities i think they call it yeah that's what we thought and so you got you got pretty strong odds that you'll need it but a lot of people think well you know there's like a one in three chance i won't need it so why would i pay for long-term care insurance and then i pay all those premiums and then i got nothing if i don't need it so this idea of having a long-term care insurance rider inside a whole life policy became a thing. And so you typically are expected to pay, most often, a lump sum to put in place the whole life policy. And then you have the right to convert the death benefit into a long-term care benefit, which, which kills off a lot of the death benefit. But then you have money, a pile of money that you can use for long-term care. The reason insurers love it is you're already basically paying for the insurance. And so the risk to them is tiny, and they're charging you extra for the rider for long-term care. So one thing you don't have to worry about is the premiums going up through your years like you do with long-term care insurance. But it is uh, much lower risk for the insurer, and it gives you a benefit that you know you can count on if you need the long-term care. But if you really need somebody to receive the benefit of the life insurance, no, that's not going to be there if you end up using the money 
for long-term care. That's why, Mary, this is not the greatest thing since individually wrapped cheese slices or sliced bread, but it is an alternative. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where Joel reads a question you posted on Clark.com. Joel, who are you starting with? Clark Lynn wants to know, should I pay an attorney to get out of a timeshare? I don't know why you'd pay a lawyer to get out of a timeshare. I guess... There's a remote possibility a lawyer would find uh, a problem with the legal documents that you signed originally. I mean, they'd have to find a problem with the original sale for a lawyer to be able to get you out of timeshare. Now, when you're in a timeshare, unless you can prove something was done that was illegal or improper, you really are stuck with something that has no marketable value. You can try to list it on vacation.com. You also, uh, one of the strategies that helps people not get rid of them, but at least get some money from it, is consider renting out your weeks. All right. And Boris wrote in, he says, what's the best way to obtain the addresses and phone numbers of old friends of mine that live in other states? There used to be a search tool on the web that uh, was very good for that called Zaba Search, and it's become pretty much a pay-to-play site now. So Facebook is by far the best way for you to reconnect with people. You're not going to get their addresses and phone numbers on a Facebook search, but you can do friend requests and ultimately reconnect with people and it's just amazing how people are reconnecting with people from they haven't seen or talked to or heard from in decades. So it truly is that community that allows long-lost people to reconnect. I wonder with all these dating sites, how many people have ended up getting married just from reconnecting on Facebook with high school sweethearts? You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for tuning in to the Clark Howard Show today. And if you're like me, you like deals, we got our deal diggers hard at work at ClarkDeals.com that help you save money day in and day out. We work around the clock to find the best deals for your wallet. And they're on a variety of consumer items. Check out ClarkDeals.com.